1: it's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The
2: numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics.
3: It is a numbers game here on vSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Farris. Ben Wilson is here as well. At the Jason Weingarten in a second, uh, Ben. I'm sure our guy, uh, our our guy Mikhail is very excited right now with the uh, the F1 qualifiers right now.
4: He just recorded another uh, racing lines yes. yesterday. Yes, so I know they're very excited. Also, for some reason, I have this Live Golf YouTube stream pulled up, and they they just had a big flashing green breaking news thing across the top, and they just go to a lower third of breaking news. Bryson DeChambeau joins Live Golf. So. I'm not. I'm not sure that they exactly. Their uh, their breaking news seems to be slightly out of date since we only knew about that 48 hours ago. But I digress.
3: What are you, you going to do? By the way, the F1 race this week is uh, is Azerbaijan, the uh, ba- Baku City Circuit. For that one, Ben.
4: It's no uh, French Super Cup, but uh, you know. What are you going to do? They're, they're in the ca- job done.
3: They're in they're in Canada next week. Uh, I believe they're in Montreal next week. So. Uh, A little bit better timing for us here in the States as opposed to Azerbaijan. Uh, Let's get to our guy, Jason Weingarten. Of course, the host of the Wide World, the Weingarten podcast here with us at VSIN on the tweets at Spreadopedia. Jason, good morning. How are you doing today?
2: Pretty good. How's it going?
3: It's going pretty well. Let's just uh, just start with uh, the Angels snapping the losing streak last night because that Otani guy is pretty darn
2: good. Yeah, I mean... What else do you want him to do? He goes out there, pitches, what, six? Was it six innings or seven innings? I think it was seven. Seven. Seven innings, hits hits his own, uh, you know, he's his own run support, gets gets himself the lead. Um, I think that was the first time a pitcher has uh, gotten himself the lead that late in the game since Noah Syndergaard did it a couple of years ago as a pitcher against the Dodgers. So a rare occurrence to see something like that. And it, it's just a reminder, I mean, Obviously, you have to remember I'm incredibly biased here because I have about $50,000 on Otani to win the MVP again, but uh, who, who else is more valuable than guy who hits 101 off the bat and throws 101 strikeouts, you know? I mean, what are we arguing here?
3: Otani, as you said, Jason, the latest pitcher in a game to Homer to give his team the lead. Since Noah Syndergaard did it in uh, on May 11th of 2016, Jason, uh, that game, Noah Syndergaard hit two home runs off of Kenta Maeda.
2: Which yeah, makes I think I remember that sense. game too. And before that, it was Jim Cat a um, very long time ago doing it for the Twins. So it's it's a very rare occurrence. But, you know, long season, obviously 14-game losing streak, very bad for the Angels, the bad start at uh, Yankee Stadium, not great for Otani. Not hitting as many home runs as Aaron Judge. Um, but a lot going on. I mean, what what else what else do you want Otani to do? You know, fly the plane?
3: Jason, I, I want to ask you on this, because you you brought this up uh or earlier in the year, and that was the Cy Young angle for Otani, of course. Uh had that that start in a Yankee Stadium, I know will stick out to some. But what do you think Otani would have to do pitching wise to to go up the ranks there? He's still thirty to one right now. And, and as we talked about earlier in the week, that race is pretty open. We're also coming off a day where Garrett Cole uh, is still giving up home runs against the Twins.
2: Yeah, well, so I'm not going to say Cole's been eliminated, but his last start really has dropped him significantly, especially with guys like McClanahan and Verlander making statements out in front. I personally bet McClanahan and uh, Otani before the season. I got 30 and 40 to one on Otani. Mm kind of drifted back out to there about now i think the thing with otani is that you're basically banking on him hitting 200 strikeouts if he doesn't kind of get plus or minus 10 maybe 190 or so but if he doesn't get close to that 200 strikeout number i don't think he's a serious contender um with the other guys doing what they're doing but but i do think he deserves another look he He very much is one of the best pitchers in baseball
3: right now. McClanahan, just throwing that out there right now. McClanahan with an ERA sub two tied for the major league lead and wins. I know that doesn't matter much to some, but again, the traditional old volder it might uh, whip under one. And uh, right now uh, coming off that dominance start last night against the Cardinals where he went eight innings, gave up no runs, struck out nine, only walked one, by the way, that was, Jason, that was the first game all year yesterday where both starters pitched into the eighth inning. Him and uh, yeah. McClanahan and Michaelis.
2: And that's one of the things I've talked about a lot at the, uh, with the Cy Young stuff. I think Cy Young is one of the easiest races to predict because you have all the numbers in front of you all the time. Uh, but I do throw out April. When I'm writing about Cy Young, I'm usually using like trailing 30-day numbers mainly because I don't care about what happened the first month of the season. Cause guys weren't throwing like they normally would. And I'm, I'm not going to hold it, you know, against, uh, you know, anybody, a good, a good starter or a bad starter that had a first bad month of the season. Like Zach Wheeler, for example, he's right in the middle of the NL Cy race, had a average first month of the season could, could easily end up top three when all said and done.
3: Jason, uh, the home run leaders, uh, odds out there. Of course Aaron Judge is five clear Jordan right now. You're almost not quite odds on but a pretty reasonable favorite in that market. Is there any a- anyone worth hopping in on at this point or I know you have Yordan tickets but uh is there anyone else that that's worth possibly hopping in on at, at this point with Judge five home runs clear of the rest of the field?
2: I would have said Pete Alonso early, earlier this week. But now I'm a little concerned about his hand injury. Gotta get some more clarity on uh what what his deal is. But I, I think Pete Alonso is definitely a threat. Uh beyond that, you're kinda kinda really just playing games with what do you think if Aaron Judge is gonna stay healthy or not? Because if he if he does stay healthy, it's gonna be hard to catch. You know, try try to spin things my way, but I'm also realistic. Uh Aaron Judge is doing some pretty Pretty solid things right now. Whether or not he wins the MVP, I still think it's up for debate, but he could easily run away with the home run market, and your Don is the guy most likely to catch him.
3: NL MVP, Jason, about uh I, I want to say it was about three weeks ago, a month ago, came on. He said the guild, Mookie Betts 20 to 1 is crazy. And right now, Mookie Betts is your betting favorite. He, since then he's been phenomenal. Plus 290 at Ben MGM. Machado, who I know you have a ticket on as well at plus four twenty-five. Uh, Goldschmidt is the third favorite, along with Manny, at plus 450 right now. Uh, it, it, this is a race that w- last year you could have got Harper as high as 40 to one in the middle of the season. Of course, you and Gill had big numbers on Soto that almost got home a year ago. Is there anyone in that sort of category that you would look at in the NL or uh, excuse me, the NL MVP race, or is it really down to like those top eight, nine guys that are in that 25 to one range?
2: The, this market this year is uh, mostly a top-heavy market. I think if you really wanted to go look deep for value, you can make all sorts of cases for, you know, all sorts of players a little farther down the board. But really, you got to beat, got to beat those numbers that Mookie and Goldschmidt and Machado are putting up. So unless you know, if you could make an argument that someone's going to do that, I'll listen. But I don't see it. No, the only the only, Alonzo, I guess.
3: Al- Alonzo's the one. I have I have, a, I have a, a forty to one from before the season with Alonzo. I'm just going to let that thing ride. Obviously, I, I guess the only one just looking at this, just eyeballing it, but it's not really that long of a long shot. Would be Acuna if the Braves somehow come back and and make that at least race close and definitely uh, are in the playoffs as a wild card. That would be the one that would kind of stand out to me. But I'm sure I, you would like more than fifteen to one, which is what I'm seeing. Well, you know, you know what's now.
2: crazy? What's crazy with Acuna? He drifted all the way up to eighty to one this week at oh, the Superbook. Oh my Super Book. I saw eighty. I was like, "Oh man, I really, really should bet some of that." And then he had the two home runs. Um, I think it was versus Oakland, mm-hmm. and they they dropped it. So, I I did not get the eighty to one. I was little. I was little like annoyed about that. But I I, I still am questionable. I I don't think he's going to win. But he's he's very talented. He probably probably going to be one of the favorites next year again.
3: Right, thirty to one right now at Superbook. That's still. Still still value. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's
2: that's very high. If they come back and win the division, it's uh definitely in play. He also has eleven stolen bases after missing the first month of the season. Can't can't you know hate on that either.
3: No, not at all. Uh Jason, uh, do you have anything uh on the card today?
2: Oakland is uh about my only bet so far. I bet Oakland plus one fifty.
3: The A's today uh plus one fifty against Cleveland. Uh of course uh the A's uh Yesterday blowing a lead, but uh, Jason likes the A's today. Any any first innings yet, or or, or waiting on that?
2: Too too early. Just uh, just haven't had a chance to <clears throat> go through them yet today. Um, they're also just the lines aren't up and out. But uh, I did notice totals have been going up recently this last week or so. Getting getting less value on those first innings the last couple of days
3: yeah they just again at early onslaught early in the year of all those plus numbers on the yes uh they' were very very minimal uh over the last few uh few days uh that that I saw there Jason that's a that's a good observation there
2: yeah it uh it does kind of screw around with with what you can what you can do sometimes Jason
3: are you betting to college baseball at all or no
2: I've bet like two or three games here and there. I I don't watch college baseball. I don't, I don't find it like enjoyable or fun. And the, the bats, I don't like the aluminum bats. So I just, it really, really doesn't do it for me.
3: You can get Jason on the tweets at spread a Of course, the wide world of wine garden, Uh, Jason, five days a week. Now in the Wide world, of wine garden, correct?
2: More or less coming out. New episode coming out later today. All right. Be on the lookout
3: for that uh, wherever you get your podcast. And, of course, find Jason every Wednesday and Friday here on a numbers game. Jason, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us this morning.
2: Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you guys later.
3: Of course. Sounds good. Jason Weingarten, everyone. Uh, ben, uh, the uh, the College World Series uh, uh, Super Regionals, of course, start in about an hour. Texas and ECU is the first the first game, uh, noon Eastern, uh, they're in Greenville. East Carolina is the be- as the quote as the higher as the better seed plus one forty at home today.
4: Expect some really long. If you're if you're new to college baseball, just betting this stuff. Hey, eh, get get ready for just a marathon. Some of these games are just are just brutal. Cool. very low
3: total too. Nine and a half. Don't see that very often in college baseball, Ben. Uh, when we come back, though, uh, look at the Belmont stakes. Look at today's baseball card and more numbers game. V Sin. to start listening before you make your next bet be sure to visit veston.com to check the current betting splits data the betting splits page will show you where the money and the bets are moving for every single game and now it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on a number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Another way. Vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Happy to be with you. It is a numbers game. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. Slow jamming with Vinny in 15 minutes. Be a, be a fun time as always, having Vinny in studio. Uh, ben, you're saying uh, Terrell Haddon is complaining again about North American golf courses?
4: Yeah. I, biggest upset is that Terrell Hatton not on the Live Golf Tour yet, <laughs> but he apparently just sliced a three-wood into the woods and then said uh, that shot was about as good as this hole. That's good. Is that's what good. Now, 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 we, now, now,
3: after complaining about uh, American golf courses, complaining about Canadian golf courses,
4: that's We just, expand it to just expanded to North America. Expanded the whole North America
3: yes. at this point for uh, Terrell Haddon. Uh, right now, of course, uh, in that in a uh, the Canadian Open, leading right now, still Wyndham Clark that seven under still holding up from yesterday. Ben uh, Aaron Smalley tied for the lead with him, uh, sixteen through sixteen already there at St. George's, just outside of Toronto. Uh, ben, uh, the uh, our investigation earlier this morning uh, concluded that the Belmont Stakes are tomorrow which came as a shock to me by the end of that investigation. And right now we are, we are seeing the Kentucky Derby champion, the second longest shot in the history of the Derby. Rich strike is running and Ben he's seven to two, which we, I, I, I need to look through circa and see if, if they're offering this. I did not see it when I looked earlier, I want a place basically for rich strike and it over Give me three and a half. Give it. Give me four and a half. He's, he's finishing. He's more likely to finish last than he is to win this thing. And he right now is on that. Uh, those are the, uh, the lines from a little bit earlier, the third favorite Mo Donicle and uh, we, the people your current favorites. Uh, Mo Modonical looks like you might be back up to uh, five to one. Now we're making five to two on Mo Donicle, So that's a plus two fifty. So we, the people Flavian Pratt riding the one horse, uh, Your favorite right now. And only an eight-horse race, of course, the longest of the three Triple Crown races. There will be no Triple Crown winner, as we know. Of course, uh, Rich Strike did not run in the Preakness a few weeks ago in Baltimore. And, of course, uh, the Preakness uh, won earlier in the year uh, by early voting. The five-horse now not running in the Belmont Street. That's great, Ben. We have the winner. The winner of the Derby doesn't run in the Preakness, and the winner of the Preakness doesn't run in the Belmont Stakes. That's great.
4: No, oh, that's exactly. That's what a great. We all great work expected. by everyone uh, involved. Circa there. has not yet posted the because they will put up the props of exact mm-hmm. finishing position. Those are not up yet. Rich Strike is plus four seventy five. If you were so, uh, if you actually were inclined to uh, to bet that. But what's
3: what's the no on that right now?
4: Let's see. That we would know. that would be
3: the uh, again. It'll be too probably too much to uh, to lay.
4: But Rich Strike's not winning. Minus six forty-five, Jeff. If you're if you're the feeling tax, like the, the tax bankroll tax- is ready for an adventure,
3: <laughs> boy, that would be that would be a fu- a fun way to spend your Saturday, sweating out a, mi- a minus six uh, over six dollar bet. There, that would be, be a be very a a
4: Parlesian bet to make. Yeah, the, uh, There's yeah. no way this horse is winning, and then he ends up winning by winning four by lengths. four
3: lengths. Yes, yeah. wins wins with ease. Yeah, that, that, that would that would be my luck. I'm I'm with you on that one, Ben. Uh, ben, the baseball card today. Uh, we, we we talked about it earlier. Uh, you 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 did have one play on the uh, the Super Regionals in college baseball, and that was Texas A&M uh, to win the series, though, not individual correct. game today. Correct? They,
4: yes, they, the two aces in that series, Texas A&M and Louisville, are pitching tomorrow, interestingly enough, not game one. And A&M's actually a home dog today. But I took A&M minus 115 for the series. Love their bullpen. Both teams, great offense. That is the highest total on the board today of fourteen and a half. and uh, Yes, and that's not even – that's not even close to the highest total we've seen throughout the postseason so far. So that is my one uh, super regional play at the old Bluebell Park in College Station, Texas, riding the veteran Jim Schlossnagel, first-year head coach for Texas A&M.
3: Ben, of course, went 4-0 and last week in the regional pick, so no pressure. A
4: lot of pressure.
3: No pressure whatsoever. First game for that starts 30 minutes from now, 40 minutes from now, I should say. Texas and ECU, Texas, a big favorite In game one at minus two and a quarter in Greenville today. Uh, ECU plus 170 on a take back, plus 145 for the series on the eight-seeded Pirates as they get going there in Greenville, North Carolina. The MLB card today, Ben, uh, not much stands out to me. Uh, Ben, what's going on with your Brewers?
4: I told boots. you yesterday. Don't. There was a huge steam move behind Corbin Burns, and I, I said, don't, don't, don't bet him. The, the the series for them to get right is this weekend because they go to Washington, take on just a a dismal Nationals team, and yeah, a lot of market respect for Aaron Ashby, who's been up and down, but I do like him in this spot against uh, against Eric Fetty, who of course the last time I. Bet against Eric Fetty, he shut out the Dodgers, won nothing. So, <laughs> But I, all the advanced numbers would tell you there's a lot of regression coming there with Fetty, guy with a, t- with a really high walk rate. And this would – Todd wished to have talked earlier how the Brewers have really, really struggled against lefties. Uh, Fetty is basically the, the type of pitcher they feast on. Righty, who nibbles around the zone, does not attack early and doesn't throw a lot of strikes. So this feels like the perfect spot for them to break out of it. But yeah, it's it's been as bad of a stretch as they've played all season.
3: Fetty has is, is been, when he's been good this year, he's been phenomenal. Of course, you mentioned that one shut shutout of the Dodgers he had earlier in the year. And when he's been bad, he has been absolutely brutal. ERA over eight in his starts going less than five innings so far this year. The rest of the card, not much stands out. The only thing I would consider going after, since the Royals have amazingly won two games in a row, they beat the Orioles last night. Uh, Zimmerman and 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 Hisley is your pitching matchup today in KC. I would actually look to go with the road-standing Orioles. That would be the only thing I would look at today on this card. Uh, Zimmer, again, the, the Royals' offense is just so bad. And they had a big day yesterday. Big day yesterday. Clutch hitting, which you hadn't seen all year. Carlos Santana even hit a home run. Who, uh, surprisingly enough, is still in the in the major leagues at this point. With the way he has played, with is a nice Ben. His nice OPS of six hundred so far this year for uh, for Santana. Uh, nah, very very quality there for Carlos Santana. But I would look to take Baltimore again. It, these prices are all over the place on this game. One book has Kansas City favored. Another book has Baltimore favored. So shop around as always uh, for uh, the best price you can on the Orioles for uh, the KC and Baltimore tonight. That's a uh, eight o'clock Eastern time start in the city of fountains. The other one. I also would look at Ben and uh, going against what I said yesterday on the show, I would lay it with Tyler McGill and the Mets tonight against uh, against Diaz of the angels. Of course the angels snapping the losing streak last night. Shohei Ohtani, seven great innings, a home run. The latest, a starting pitcher has hit a home run to give his team the lead since 2016. By the way, Ben, I think Ohtani's going to hold that record for a while.
4: You think so? Think he's gonna hold that. What oh, makes for you say that?
3: Think he's gonna hold that record. How like,
4: relieved are you that you don't you don't have to be going to Angel Stadium to watch the 16 straight loss uh, Angels team take on your Mets? It would that's be the, a, that's mo- a pretty big would, relief. It, for it would you. be the it
3: would be the most automatic bet of all time on the Angels if they did not win last night. Probably automatic. But McGill comes back from biceps ty- tendonitis. His numbers are really skewed because he had that horrible, horrible start when the biceps started to act up in Washington. Where he didn't get through two innings. Other than that start, he's pitched very well so far this year. It was just at that start against the Nats, where uh, Ben, if you give up an eight, eight earned in an inning and a third, that's gonna uh, it's gonna mess up your ERA, especially early in the season. But I would lay lay the dollar twenty five in that category. So you can get a dollar twenty two. So shop around again. Uh, I would lay it with the Mets tonight in Anaheim against. The LA angels a uh, big, big weekend, though, more than anything in baseball. The biggest series on the board is in San Francisco, the Dodgers and the giants, the best, uh, the first of three at Oracle park tonight, Walker Bueller who got hit around pretty good over the weekend, but the Mets will go tonight minus minus one forty-seven favorite at ad- on the road. I should say against Jacob Junis, who has pitched shockingly well so far in his early San Francisco tenure after really uh, getting run out of Kansas city more so than anything the Giants right now that NL wildcard race again over 100 games ago a lot of time very close between the Cardinals the Giants and the Braves all separated by a game right now for the second and third wild cards in the National League the Padres of course have opened up a four and a half game lead on San Francisco and a four game lead in the loss column for this against the San uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Padres have right now the Padres get the Rockies for three at Petco Park starting tonight after winning two out of three against the Mets and the Cardinals return home after getting swept in Tampa in the midweek by the Rays who again as a matter of how well they played the Yankees still seven games clear in the American League East 41 and 16 for the New York Yankees to begin the year winning a series in Minnesota, despite Garrett Cole giving up five homers yesterday in less than three innings. Slow jamming with Vinny, Vinny Baliulo. He joins us next as we roll along here on a numbers game on VCN the Sports Betting Network. summer special is here for just 39 dollars you get everything Vsin has to offer from now through the end of july the next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin and subscribers will have access to all of it including adam burke's daily best bet on mlb jonathan von tobel will have the best bets all the way through the nba finals and mcneil will break down all of the action on the ice all the way through the stanley cup final Plus, we'll have plenty of preseason coverage on the NFL, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which includes a daily best bet email, every additional point spread weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is just $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VEASAN.com summer. It is a numbers game here on v I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here. And uh, we can get the music going. We can get the music going, as we always do, on a Friday. There it is.
5: That's right. That's right. Slow jam. It's like the, uh, it's like the, uh, the lounge at the Sands back in 1968. <laughs> what do you say, Uh, ah, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. That's everything. Great read, I have to tell you. So, uh, just quick story. You know, I, I did a read once. 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 I was uh, sitting with uh, the great Grant Mu- Musburger one day, and he, he had this read, and he, he, he said, Vinny, do, do me if you do this read. And Ron Flatter was uh, sitting next to him, so I said, sure, I'll do this read. And it was, uh, I'd never done a read, which, no big deal, I know how to read, so <laughs> it was a, which was a good start. So <clears throat> I'm sitting there, and I'm doing the read, and of course, during, the, as you know from being, trained professional that you are, there are little notations in there that you don't read. Like, for instance, ad lib here. Personal experience. Well, I'm doing the read, I'm reading everything. Ad lib here and every day, and I look over. Brent is just rolling. Flatter's literally laying on the desk in his That was my last read. But it was a good experience. So <laughs>
4: Well done. No, you and Dick Stockton have one thing in common, Vinny. Is that right? Did he Dick... did the same. Yes. Yeah. Did on he? an NFL game. He said, so... coming up on the Visa Halftime Report, read this line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I did it. You told me to read it. I, I read it. No, you
3: look, you, you did it verbatim.
5: That's why I don't. I stay in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I'll for, of, uh, you you know,
3: you know, Vinny. I will say, I have uh, not. See, I, it's very rare now that we see an ad lib here in our reads.
5: Oh, see, so, see I, you, I probably you,
3: had an impact. You, on you, you, you impacted the way that our reads yeah, came out because uh, yeah, of that.
5: I'll uh, put that uh, put that in my <laughs> in my archives.
3: Uh, the, the, the best part of that is uh, we you do know we we know you know how to read.
5: We know well, that. That's, yeah. we know that. Yeah.
3: That so means, that's you know, some. That's good. So Vinny uh, Belmont. Let's start there. Belmont. Let's yeah. Let's start at Belmont and then we'll uh, get into some college football that discussion that we were having off the air here. Rich Strike this short?
5: <laughs> you know, Rich Strike obviously the 80 to 1 shot that won the Kentucky Derby which I'm I'm still trying to get wrap my my head around. A lot of people are. Uh you know, the the favorite the uh, the morning line favorite is We the People at two to one. Uh, the uh, the one horse, and then uh, Rich Strike is the four horse at seven to two. I, I I have to tell you, I think this is a byproduct of obviously, you know, the surprise in the Derby, but the fact that he, he took off the Preakness. Um, and I was one that said, look, you know, if if, if the Derby was this was the Belmont at that on that day. You probably would have won by four lengths. Okay, fine, but I don't see that happening here personally because first of all, the fractions in that race were ridiculous. You're not going to see those kind of fractions in a mile and a half race. Um, the size of the field certainly is is one of the Derby um, anomalies. Right? I mean, or or I should say, a very unique factor when it comes to the Derby. A Twenty horse field is a, a an absolute. Uh, Wildcard factor. So, uh, look, not taking anything away from the horse. I don't particularly care for the horse in this race. Uh, I I don't see it setting up the same way. Has a good post position, uh, but uh, it's it's a completely different strategy as well. Now, uh, for for me, uh, I like the six horse Mo Donegal. Um, this is uh, Todd Pletcher, who's also got the three horse, the Philly Nest. Uh, at uh, at eight to one on the uh, on the morning line, so uh, I, I like Mo Donegal. Uh, ran a pretty decent, not an awful Derby. Uh, finished, I believe, fifth in the Derby. Um, I'll take Irad Ortiz in a in a big race like this. So uh, look to me, I think this uh, the way this race sets up. I like Mo Donegal. Uh, I do like We the People a bit, and I think that Nest can hit the board, but. Uh, I'm. I, I guess I'm gonna let uh, Rich Strike beat me again. I watched the Derby again the other day, and it's it's great. Larry Colness with the great call. The first time you he heard that horse's name was when he crossed the finish right. line, <laughs> and like everybody else, I thought it was the two horse. I'm like, where to? The... So, um, I wish that uh, there were more horses in this race too to kind of add to the liquidity because uh, it you know it's probably gonna shape up to be a bit chalky, um, but. Look, it is uh, it is the Belmont. I've been to the Belmont Stakes. Uh, it's it's an exciting time. I've been to Belmont uh, uh, many times. In fact, uh, first bet I ever made, uh, I was eight years old. was at uh, Was at Belmont, so uh, went with uh, my uncle Tony, who took me. Uh, and I think I, I told that story. I, I I thought I was going to to the zoo, and then re- realized pretty quickly that the only animals at this particular zoo were horses. So, <laughs> I've been to one Belmont. Okay. You know, one Belmont. Uh, my my dad
3: did some work for uh, for Naira uh, in in the early two thousands. Okay. I was at uh, War Emblem when War Emblem was going for the Triple Crown. It was two thousand two.
5: Two. Okay. Two
3: thousand two, fell short. War Emblem right. stumbles right. out of the gate. Yeah. At Belmont. Yeah. Tries to make it up, runs out of steam, and that was seventy three to one shot Sarava, won that day with Edgar Edgar Prado on board.
5: Wow, great experience. It, Belmont. It's, it's, a a, it's a lot of fun. a lot right? of fun, I mean, fun. you know, um, I've been uh, been there like I said. So uh but again, it's still uh, it's still the Belmont Stakes. Obviously we're not gonna have a triple crown winner this year, uh with Rich Strike uh, skipping to preakness. Uh, so but again uh, i do enjoy uh, do enjoy the uh, the ponies and enjoy you know it's a, it's a decent card the races are, are i wish the fields were bigger uh, some you know some of these are there's a, quite a few stakes races on the card today it's kind of a short uh, a short these fields are i was quite disappointed in that um you know but uh, look i i enjoy uh, i enjoy the uh, Enjoyed a triple crown, so you know that that's uh, something close to my heart. Of
3: course, uh, let, let's move the basketball real quick. Yeah, uh, here in the, in the last few minutes before, of course, you hang around for the next segment. Two games to one, Celtics lead. Of course, Celtics f- four-point favorites tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vinny, is, is is this just basically been a, a series where most of the betters have come out bet bet the favorites at least early on here?
5: Um, yeah, you know. I think what we've seen is is pretty much the uh, the same the, the same trend that we saw in previous rounds, right? Where favorites drew quite a bit of money. Now, you know, sophisticated, more professional betters, obviously looking for the best price uh, on the dog in many cases. So the Celtic game, you know, game one was good for us. Um, game two, we, that was pretty. I, it was a, a bit predictable, and we took that into consideration, kind of that zigzag theory. Um, the other night, uh, you know, the the number didn't come into play, um, but the fact is that uh, you know we we saw that. I, I think today, you know, everybody was kind of waiting about Curry, right? So this game's holding steady at four. We've not gotten uh, off of four yet. Curry's going to play. I mean, if you, you know, of course, this is, this is there. There's no question that he's going to play. Is he a hundred percent? Probably not. But um, I think. There'll be. I th- I get the sense that there may be more two-way action today than we've seen in the first couple of games. Uh, the the total's only ticked down about a half a point from 215 to 214 and a half. Um, so, you know, that now that doesn't mean that the number will or won't come into play in terms of the the result, but um, at, but the other thing is, too, if there's more one-sided action here, uh, it, it will probably be on the Warriors given the fact that uh, they've had success on the road. But both of these teams are really done well on the road, right, when you, when you think about it. So, um, and, and personally, yeah, I mean, we, we want this to, to be as long a series as possible, right? So
3: Well, I think we all are in yeah. that camp for sure. But both teams in this series have now lost the game after losing a game this yeah. postseason. They're undefeated mm-hmm. after losses. up. Uh, guys offering props? Oh, yeah, how, to, how, how's that been so
5: far? Props have be good. I mean, people like props. Um, you know, partly the 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 game obviously gets gets the majority of the handle, but I think you know more. There's more play on the first half and halftime than uh, uh, and and the quarters, frankly, and in the end game compared to a lot of the props. Props, you know, individual player props uh, draw draw some attention. Uh, and things like that but for the most part uh, the uh, the quarters and uh, the halves do more.
3: Vinny when we come back games of the year in college football yeah. there, there, there are some numbers that we want to talk about and of sure. course Stanley Cup playoffs rolling along as well uh, game six tomorrow in Tampa Bay. More slow jamming coming your way next here on a numbers game. to start listening. BetMGM the king of sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens planning a trip to Vegas? You convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, valuable perks, and much more when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up with betmgm Bet or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with betmgm rewards eligibility restrictions apply visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions you must be 21 years or older to place a wager please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER Adlib. it is a numbers right. game here on <laughs> vcid i'm jeff Parles. ben wilson's here Vinny maliulo is here as well, Vinny. We uh we learned uh more about the past of Vinny Maliula in the last. Break.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Running out of gas was uh, uh <laughs> was kind of my. I, I I would do it. I ran out of gas the uh, the day I was headed to the seventy three Belmont Secretariat all time record. Yeah, I did. I ran out of gas. i had to watch it at home. I used to just take a shot. You know, I was like I, I was. I, I knew I'd. So, you know, first thing I'll, I'll I'll get gas on the way wherever I'm going. You know, but. <sighs> Guess I was out a little later than anticipated the uh Friday night before and um wound <laughs> up rolling the dice uh, a little uh, uh I, I sevened out on the uh on the gas. Uh, so yeah, I was heading I was to bell, ran out of gas. I was like, God So yeah. It's unfortunate. I had to watch it on the uh, little the old black and white. <laughs> so
3: now, now that now that stock photo of you with the pump makes a lot of sense.
5: Well, yeah, there is. I I have earned the uh, the file photo, uh, for uh, for uh, uh, for the gasoline frustration. Of course, I, I, I also credit myself for being a visionary because the I don't know where we have with that picture is where it is right now. I'm sure we'll, somewhere uh, in the system. We'll, we'll we'll dig it up. But I also consider myself a visionary because the disgust I had on my face in that photo. Was when gas was half of what it is now. So <laughs> you should see me now, but they probably right, you, they'd probably censor it right you're, now you're, if I was at the pump. You're ahead of your time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're ahead I try of your to time. be a visionary. Yeah, you we're go. thinking ahead all the time in this business, so I tried to do the same with the with the, the gas uh, situation.
3: <laughs> yeah. Now uh, they, they all make sense now, Vinny. Uh, I want to go to college football real quick because your games of the years, yeah, have, have, have been put up. What games have been bet? In a big way so far. Maybe. I'll give
5: you I'll give you some examples <laughs> here. Um, the f- very first game, September 10th, Alabama uh, against Texas. Game in Austin. Yes. We opened Alabama 12. Game is 16. So a four point move. Now, when when we put these up, uh, these are not the same types of moves or the same level of move, I should say, uh, as as we'll see on the 10th. What do I mean by that? Typically, you know, on a 12, you might go right to 13, which we did in this case, or 13 and a half. But you're not going to move in half-point increments with these. Okay. Um, the, the play on these games is, uh, is by, when we put them up last Friday, and for the first few days, uh, is by professional betters, I mean, and, and well-respected betters, which again, I I will say this, you, we encourage, you want that because you want their opinions. Uh, now they, they've done their work and they've, you know, made their numbers. And, um, so these, these are games that are going to typically move a lot quicker than they will when we put them up for that particular week, obviously. So, uh, but uh, th- that one, that one is is one that moved uh, from 12 to 16. Um, September 22nd, Virginia Tech from minus eight to minus three versus West Virginia. So a pretty significant move there. Again, these are not half point increments, um, and at 2,000 a play, uh, which is which is a fair bet early on. I mean, we'll you know we'll take uh, uh, more when we get in the actual season and things like that. And if we need more now to try to, you know, balance some of these games and then, uh, then we'll do it. Uh, BYU uh, on uh, September. I'm sorry. Yeah. September 29th, 24 down to 19 versus Utah state. Um, how about, a, how about an academy game? October 1st, air force from 19 down to 12 versus Navy. Hmm. Um, how did, how did BYU Utah state make the list many? we tried to we tried to put up a, a good variety and BYU we we get a lot of you know BYU action here you know and BYU the 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 thing is you'll see BYU throughout here uh throughout these games of the year they, they play anybody their they, schedule you know let's face it they you, Independent. People, people talk yep. about the fact that you know who's got the strength of schedule BYU i mean this is not a particularly this, this is one of their weaker games obviously against Utah state but when you look at BYU schedule they'll they'll play anybody so um, in fact they're gonna play Notre Dame here uh, in fact where is that game I'll give we uh, we put that game up um, I'll, we'll find it in the in the schedule but uh, BYU gets uh, gets a lot of uh, a lot of interest here uh, UCLA on uh, November 19th from minus five to uh, one and a half versus USC in uh, in that rivalry game there so uh So, there's a couple of teams that we had a lot of conversation on, too. The first one that we had the most, I would say, the most conversation on, and when I say uh, we, Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vaccaro, and myself, in terms of really trying to to break them down and and get our arms around them, USC. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of public support for, for USC. Um, especially with Lincoln Riley going there. The fact that they did, with the transfer portal, they had a lot of success at the skill position players. And when I say skill position, wide receiver, running back, uh, quarterback, they, those, those positions. Those. But for me, I, I think they really had to address their offensive line and their defense. And, and I think that still remains to be seen, how that how that's going to play out, right? Um, but SC did uh, did get some support. Uh, in their games in fact there's uh, one game that moved quite a bit we were talking about it off air uh, on October 15th SC at Utah and we're we're pretty high on Utah Chrissy and I uh open that game Utah 12 uh it's down to Utah 7 so uh again these uh these are they're up there they're uh got a lot of play in fact the play on the first day last Friday exceeded the the handle on week one of college football and week one of the NFL so far combined. Hmm. Um, Now that that's not really shocking, but that'll kind of that gap will narrow as we get through the summer. These will continue to get played, but certainly week one of both college and pros will get played as well. So that'll narrow down, but uh, uh, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a great exercise. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to, Where's that BYU? Where's that BYU? Game
3: Notre Dame is on October eighth.
5: October eighth. We and that game again is uh, is here, and we used Notre Dame five. I don't think they they haven't touched it yet. That feels right. Well, okay, I, I guess it is then.
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. As funny. opposed
5: to the other ones, they feel wrong. Oh, I don't
3: know. <laughs> I, just saying that, that that's one that obviously. Uh, You guys came out with a number that a lot of the uh, the sharpies think uh, uh, think is right.
5: uh, They probably, you know, was uh, you know, they were probably that was uh, the consensus on both uh, our side of the counter and uh, and the other side of the counter. So,
3: real quick, hockey,
5: yeah, Yeah. Uh,
3: uh, lightning up three games to two, lightning. Pretty reasonable favorite to close yeah, things there'll out being six.
5: They'll be a nine to five, be about dollar eighty. Uh, they'll yeah. probably get played. I think, you know, from a, an emotional standpoint, you wonder what the Rangers have here. And the Lightning in this spot over in the last few years have been uh, extremely successful and dangerous. So the obvious question is looking ahead to Tampa Bay, uh and uh, uh you know what they'd be against uh against Colorado. Uh, you know, Colorado, the home team. I think you're probably going to look see I, I think 2 dollars I think is too high uh with uh, against the defending champ. So probably about a dollar 80 I'm going to say uh right now. And of course we'll see how they come out uh, health-wise, right? And you may see point back for um uh for Tampa Bay and I think uh so Kadri's
3: this, not going to play in all likelihood with the thumb. With
5: the yeah, yeah. I, I wonder, I don't know. You know, we didn't think Stamkos was going to play a couple of years ago when he came in and uh, for and, and he scored a goal in a minute, right? So. Played
3: well. He did the Willis Reed role, yeah, he did. in
5: that uh, he in did. the bubble in twenty twenty.
3: No, that's. Uh, I'm very interested to see when when you guys open that. I think dollar eighty dollar seventy feels about where that should open. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if people if, if sharper betters come in and actually lay that price with Colorado.
5: I don't. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Well, it, but there's value too with the the two-time defending champs who uh, who know how to get it done. So I think it's going to be a great betting series. But uh, by the way, if it's the Rangers, you you might see three dollars anywhere from two eighty to three bucks. Yeah, Good. Rangers big
3: underdog to come back and win the last two mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference Finals. Vinny, it's always good a pleasure. To, always good, good to see to 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 you parlor. too. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, that's all the time we have here on a numbers game. The Lombardi line. Patrick Maher, Michael Lombardi comes your way next. For Ben Wilson, I'm Jeff Files. Enjoy your weekend, everyone.